So we went from uh, what a Toyota Camry is a uh, $26,000 vehicle mm-hmm. to now we're at $42,000. Which is astronomical for an entry-level LE-based Camry. That's it. I don't do toilets. What? Say that again. I said I don't do toilets. Wait, what's that mean? It means that I don't want to trade dollars for time. and I want my money to work for me. Hello, and welcome to the I Don't Do Toilets, the podcast for you. You who want to retire the saying, go to school, get a job, work 40 years just to retire with a 401k. Generation X, we're specifically talking to you. And it's not too late to invest in yourself by working smarter and not harder. I Don't Do Toilets is a mindset change, a paradigm shift. And we're sharing our experiences and knowledge, giving you relatable and practical content towards financial independence. We'll discuss wealth building, real estate, investing, and everything in between. I'm your host, Andre, along with my beautiful wife, Maisha. Hey. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Listen to be encouraged and empowered. Hey, baby. What's going on, dear? Hey. <laughs> I'm still stuttering. Yeah, it's a cold one. It's <laughs> still cold. Man, if the audience can see a picture of us, I mean, how many how many comforters how, how many comforters do we have on? What one, one. two, three? We sitting on one. Mm-hmm. No, we sitting on two. Got one around. So we got five. Yeah. yeah. And then hoodies. Yeah. Yeah. Gloves. Gloves. You know, I got the quarterback pocket right here on the hoodie, so I'm good. Keep one hand warm. So this is like day two of the snowstorm that really wasn't a snor- no, snowstorm. No, nah, yeah, it was definitely not our side. Yeah, definitely not our side of the town. Uh, up north, like Conroe, um, Tomball, mm-hmm. you know, they got a little bit, they got more snow than we got. Right. We had more like a trace, which was disappointing because <laughs> I was really looking forward to the four to five inches that they were forecasting. Right. But I'd rather have the heat on right now than the snow but hey it's good we making it we making it we're recording on backup batteries so we 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 in the building we still podcasting podcasting in the cold (laughs) it is cold we can't see our breath yet so it's still it's still relative i mean with the fireplace and we got the fireplace cooking so right it, it it is warmer than it would be without the fireplace for sure so I will say this because this has been like a, a lifesaver for us. If y'all have a house, make sure, or if you're looking for a house, make sure that you look for one with a gas stove. It's oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah, have yeah. electric. You out. You, you, you out. It's tough. So you out of there. which is where my you know your father is. You know he he has electric. Fortunately, my poor daddy. Yeah. Fortunately, he has a grill. He can go outside and, and he know how to grill. He could put something on the grill, but yeah, yeah, the the gas stove has helped us out, even with the the warmth. You know, let, just letting it run, right. Uh, right? You know, providing some sort of heat, and some heat's better than no heat. So right. we got all the doors shut. We we got the towels at the bottom, <laughs> so we all migrated. Y'all can tell we're Houstonians, right? Yeah, we all migrated. <laughs> hey, I left the Midwest for this reason. I mean, I, I left the Midwest to get out of the cold. Yeah. So right now, you know, all our folks back in Illinois and Ohio, they snowed in with uh, what fifteen inches uh, of snow. Laughing at us. Laughing, you know, but they warm. <laughs> you know, we don't have the snow. We cold. But I left that. 
that environment, you know, I haven't been back as far as living in the Midwest since I left high school. Right. So I, I really enjoyed being in Texas and the heat and the and the summertime and et cetera. But you know, this climate change is yo, yeah. <laughs> this ain't what I signed up for. Right. <laughs> right. All but right. Anyway, what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about twenty twenty remnants. And yo, this kind of feels like 2020. It does. <laughs> it really does. You know, like it, it's dragging out. <laughs> it, it, it seems like, you know, about this time of the year last year, February 2020 is where we started to really pick up on hearing about COVID mm-hmm. and hearing about Corona and not really taking it serious. Not, uh, you know, all the different memes was coming out, who can get it, who can't get it. And it was just, you know, this is where it kind of picked up steam mid-February-ish. Right. right now, it's feeling like 2020 because we quarantine in the crib. We can't go nowhere. The roads is, is icy. Uh, stores are closing. Uh, and it's cold outside. It you is know, very cold. You don't want to go nowhere. Right. But, right. no, we lounging in the, in the living room. Well, this, this particular episode, um, it is a bit troubling for me. It's going to be a tough one. It's a tough one. I'm here right here for you, baby. Um, we talked in a previous episode about, you know, triggers and certain things that, that may make up your mindset of how you view finances as well as um, your mindset about wealth as well as, you know, how you deal with budgeting and saving. So, this particular episode is a bit troublesome for me because there was a lot of things that 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 went on at the time. So, mm-hmm. um, so we're gonna just get into it. But before we do, let's knock out this disclaimer: we are not your financial, legal, or investment licensed professionals. We are not your psychologists either. Information we share is for education and entertainment purposes. Please do your own research and seek out professionals. Let's get into this. All right. Decisions. We make good ones. (laughs) We make bad ones. Yes. This 2020 remnant, it was a bad decision. Mm -hmm. We learned from it. Right. We made the best of it and and flipped it to our favor. Right. So by the end of the episode, you see how we flipped it to our favor and how we're going to use some of our skill set to make sure that we get out of this hole that we have dug ourselves into. Right. How do we get here? Well, um, so for context, what we're talking about is a 20, what is it? 2020, 2020 Toyota, Toyota Camry. Camry. Um, last year, was it last year? 2019. 2019, we mm-hmm. purchased a 2020 Avalon. No. The, Toyota Avalon. We leased. Well, the, 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 the Avalon was actually 2018. Was it? Yeah, it was 2018. Okay. 2018, October 2018. Okay. I got the Titan. Well, let me let you tell the story. Well, I got the Titan in July. Okay. And we got the Avalon in September. September, yeah, September. Right around your birthday. That was that. It was for your birthday. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was for your birthday. My 40th. Was that when you was 40? Okay. Yeah, something like that. It was for your birthday. (laughs) Whatever age you was. It was for your birthday. It was 2019. It was for 2018. Now you got me all fumbling. All right. 2018. Okay. Should we start this one over? No. Okay. Tell the story. All right. So I had bought a 2018 Nissan Titan truck mm-hmm. for my business. Mm-hmm. 
okay, because I was upgrading from a Pathfinder. I previously had a Pathfinder from 2010. Uh, 2010 died on me somewhere around 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. And what I did was I just went with what I was familiar with, which was another Pathfinder. Mm -hmm. So I got a 2017 Pathfinder and felt remorseful because it wasn't really what I really, really felt like I needed and wanted but I was just trying to make quick decisions and just get something that I was familiar with. Mm -hmm. So I had a 2010, I'm going to get a 2017. But the big difference was that the body and how it would drive was different. So it was more of a crossover than an SUV. Okay. So it was a combination of a car and an SUV. So it drove like a car instead of like a SUV truck. And you needed a truck. I needed a truck. And then also needed that separation, which I, I I didn't get because, you know, when I would have my all my equipment in there and then trying to transport kids mm -hmm. and then your equipment, there's really no separation like right. I have with the truck. But so you seem so you see me get the, the 2017 Pathfinder mm -hmm. and then roll over to a 2018 truck mm -hmm. and that pathfinder was smooth it right. was you know it was like it we was would, very nice. oh it was very nice mm -hmm. we used to refer to it as the presidential whip with the obama tent mm -hmm. because i got the i got the smoked out tent on it and it had bells and whistles that it was very nice right so it was a big upgrade from the 2010 the presidential whip with the obama tent was lovely right so you saw the 2017 you saw mm -hmm. the 2018 and the 2018 nissan titan it's a nice truck you know, it's really not a lot of bells. It's, and, it's not, really nice. It's not about it's not bells and whistles, though. It's 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 doable because I, I wasn't a bells and whistle type of person. So I bought what I felt that it's going to meet my need, which brings us to your birthday mm -hmm. in 2018. And what you were dealing with, because we had just lost mom mm -hmm. that January. Right. So you were still mourning, still having some. Um, emotions mm -hmm. and um, there was also some jealousy that crept in well okay so yes okay. correct right um so my mother had passed that january 2018 and it was a very very um sad experience for me so mm -hmm. for for whoever has lost their mothers and they're close to their moms uh you know what i'm talking about Right. Um, it, it, I've never felt the grief that mm -hmm. I felt like I felt with the passing of my mother. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think that I really kind of dealt with it. I just kind of moved. Like I was working, right. I went directly back to work. There was things that bothered me at work. Mm. Um, and I would have moments where I would just, like be upset, you know? So, right. um, anyway, fast forward to September when it was my birthday and, you know, Andre just described him getting, you know, a pathfinder and then him getting a truck and, you know, I'm just sitting there, I'm just kind of like, well, I'm, I need to get me something. I'm still driving this. I'm still driving my 2010 Camry. <laughs> it's not that we can't afford it. Right. It's that I really, I really deserve this. Mm -hmm. I had that in my mind. And then also it'll make me feel better. 
Correct. It will make me feel better you because was, right now I don't feel good. Right. So you was looking at a vehicle or something. I was looking at something to, to make kind of me build, feel better. Yeah, fill that void. And the thing was, like, I wasn't putting us in a situation where um, we, we couldn't, couldn't afford it, it right. because it was something that we could afford. We could still eat. We could still pay our bills, all of that. It's just that I wanted it. And that's that's just the fact of the matter. And I wanted it, and it was going to make me feel better. And we, we had went through some cars. Well, let me back up, because even before, we had been talking about getting you a new car, mm-hmm. dating back to before we lost mom. Right. Because your, your main car at that point was you wanted a Challenger. Yeah. And she used to talk you down, like, yo, you don't need to drive <laughs> no Challengers. Like but the, and, and the thing was, it's my money. Right. So, like, my mom was trying to talk me down. I was like, Mom, that's what I'm getting. That's my money. I mean, I can get a Challenger if I want to. You, exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. But then the functionality of it. You, yeah. You, you so learn then, that, you know, a two-seater or a two-car right. two door is not two, functional. Yeah, and, and I decided against it. But you probably know, still should have got it because, you know, but you, our oldest sits in the front now. So yeah, but I you learned that when it. you, at the school drop-off, when right. you dropped off the kids <laughs> yeah. and, and you saw the parents, other parents struggling yeah. You know, they have to get out the car, let the kids out the right, backseat. Right. Where with a four door, they could just pop on out and then boom. Get out. So yeah. you looked at the Challenger, you know, you're a big fan of Lo- you're a big fan of Toyota. So yeah. you got the Toyota Loyal. loyalty there. Mm-hmm. Uh looked at Land Rover. The Range Rover. Range Rover. And I was like bossing up. Like that well, was, it was a small, the small. But it little, was still big money. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, let's slow your roll right here. Like, yeah, he he talked me off the ledge on that one. Yeah, because that was like mm-hmm. we was getting to a different yeah for yeah (sighs) it's ridiculous ridiculous shout out to the folk that 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 can swing that we we not them not yet no (laughs) i'm just kidding well even when we become them it won't be no range rover we won't be doing that no we won't be doing Mm -hmm. that so you you have the the sense of ownership or you know you the the entitlement yeah so well entitlement entitlement. uh, i mean you work hard and, and you saw me, you know, with it the was new... a little bit of entitlement, but okay. it also, it was just emotion. Okay. Like I, I felt like I wanted to purchase something. Um, I wanted something for myself. Um, I, I miss my mom. It was, it was like all types of emotion going through me. And so I, basically I was just out there reckless, you know, not thinking it was just, I was just acting. And one thing also is that you wanted something of yours. Yeah. Like with your name on it. Yeah. Because far- Well, it's, I wanted something that I wanted to choose. Correct. Gotcha. Not necessarily that my name had to be on it. It's, it's something that I wanted to choose. Like, so I had cars that my parents had paid for that I had gotten um, because I needed it and that's what they could afford for me in mm-hmm. college. Um, when we purchased our 2010 Camry, I didn't go with you to right. the dealership. Yeah. I was pregnant. I was, um, about to pop, you know, and you just, you just kind of went and you got something and it was a great car. It was a beautiful car. Um, but it's not something that I got to choose on my own. And so this was the first car that I actually got to choose on my own. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And being supportive, mm-hmm. as I was and I am, I recognized that, hey, let's go through this together. Right. Because as we mentioned, it was not something that was going to put us in a financial bind. Right. You know, we wasn't 
it was definitely something that was costly. It was going it was to add, definitely costly. It was going to add another liability to the budget. Mm-hmm. But one thing that we've been able to develop mm-hmm. and and kind of roll with is that hey, we can shift some things around. Mm-hmm. So you know, cut out eating. Let's stop the traveling. I mean, whatever the case may be, cancel memberships. You know, whatever we need to do to kind of skim the budget to where we can still live and enjoy. Uh, and just understand that okay, I can't go out to eat as much because you pushing that new car. Well, that's not necessary. I see you. Yeah. You kind of embellish it a little bit. How so? How so? Because we didn't have to switch anything around. No, it was an example. Well, okay. If it's an example, then yes. And we always switch and stuff around. Remember, I I run the budget. That is correct. I presented to you. You are right. Okay. I'm looking at the numbers. But then I was also looking at a particular number and I was like, yeah, I can, I can make that number happen. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So that's the background. See, see, y'all are getting some of the marriage piece of this, the marriage and the finances. So, but we're not, we're not your psychologists. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we are at the Toyota dealership and you have ran through the, uh, due to your Toyota, mo- uh, your Toyota loyalty. You've had mm-hmm. a Celica, I did uh, not have a Celica. <laughs> see, you see this embellishment you doing? A Corolla. I had a, a Corolla. Camry. This boy went back to the Celica. And and uh, what's the SUV you was looking at? It was this a Rav Four. Nah, the no, bigger one. Um, they make a bigger one. But no, that is a Toyota. Forerunner. 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 Which you didn't like. I did not like nah, the Forerunner. That's not it. That's not the good look. No. I thought a Highlander. Isn't a Toyota? Is that the Highlander? Is that a Toyota? Yeah, I looked at that. Whatever the SUV is. Mm-hmm. But we settled on an Avalon, mm-hmm. which is top of the line mm-hmm. for Toyota. Right. You know, baby Lexus. Yeah. They're on the same frame. Got mm-hmm. a lot of the same bells and whistles. Right. Um, one that's, you know, completely decked out will probably mm-hmm. beat an entry-level Lexus. Yeah. So we were at the top of the line of the Toyota family right. for vehicles. And now it was just a matter of selecting one that you wanted. Mm-hmm. And we came across a nice, beautiful Hybrid Toyota Avalon. Save the planet. Absolutely. <laughs> and I knew, mm-hmm. and and something that I was trying to encourage, because you were still... On the fence. On the fence. Mm-hmm. You just wanted something. Right. But you were still on the fence. We looked at the Range Rover. We looked at Volkswagen. You know, we looked at a variety of other vehicles. And I don't know if it was you were, like, reluctant to make the purchase, or um, you were just on the fence that this is not really what I wanted. So I think it was the second one. The not second. what you really wanted. Yeah. So I liked the Avalon. I really did. It was a really beautiful car. It was nice. It drove well. Um, oh, it, but it in my mind, I still wanted the Challenger, you know, so it was just like I was just getting something to appease. So know? with with that emotion or with that feeling, because I, I picked up that vibe as well, that's why I said, or at least the introduction of leasing was an opportunity. Right. So it's like, Hey, since you're uncertain and you want something, let's kind of meet in the middle Mm -hmm. because you don't want to get locked in into a a five year or a six year car payment. And if it's not something that you really, really want. Right. So leasing was the best option Mm -hmm. where we were able to meet in the middle and we decided to lease an Avalon, which was a terrible decision. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So <laughs> call it for what it is. We gotta call it. So so one of the things that we really like want to share with you all is that we have really made some really good decisions, yes. but we've also made some bad decisions. And like this one is troubling for me because it starts with me and my emotions. And and I actually was mourning during this time. So I'm making decisions um, that I normally wouldn't necessarily make in this time um, because I'm not thinking straight. Like I'm, I'm completely off my game because... I'm thinking about my mother. So we want to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We don't want this podcast to be something where we're just sharing all of our successes. This too is like our failures as well. And these are lessons that we want to share with you guys because um, we we can't just share share the successes without sharing the lessons as well. So um, yeah, it was a bad decision. It was... Um, a bad decision number one because who leases like if if you're on a path of financial independence our opinion is that you do not lease a luxury vehicle like I mean that's not something actually would you lease a vehicle at all leasing a vehicle is for a particular person Mm-hmm. So a person that one uh, wants to stay up on all the bells and whistles, mm-hmm. wants to stay up on all the newest technology, and that wasn't us. And true, that was not, not, not us. Not us, or a person that just wants a variety of vehicles, and that's not us either. No, so you know, every few years <laughs> they want to be in a new new whip. Yeah, and uh, that's cool. That's cool. I can see at least being, or or someone that in our case the payment was just astronomical. Yeah, but. And I, and I understand that in many cases, leasing a vehicle is cheaper than buying a vehicle. Right, right. So if you want to just have something new, like I, my first vehicle that I ever purchased when I was in college mm-hmm. in 2000 was a lease. Mm-hmm. But it served a purpose. I needed something that was dependable. Mm-hmm. I was left on the road hitchhiking. <laughs> so on a cold January right, Sunday, right. you know, I was left on the road hitchhiking in the snow and... I needed something that was going to be reliable Mm -hmm. and we could not afford a new vehicle. And I'm like, yo, at that point, I don't want no used vehicle. I want to get something new. So I was able to lease a vehicle because I lived three, I went to school three hours away from where we lived. Mm. So, and then when my sister joined me in college, we needed transportation to get back and forth. Right. So that option was great for me. Right. It gave me a low payment and a new vehicle. Mm -hmm. And in that case, leasing works mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was very cautious of my mileage right. as my family continually joked about <laughs> how I would pick up the truck and try to walk it back right to- <laughs> right and that's that's the other thing is that um if you if you're gonna lease you have to be cautious of your mileage and that was the other thing I was driving all around the city of Houston because you know I'm looking for properties and everything and um you know mileage was racking up so I mean I think there's purpose in leasing um I've seen people do it very very well like they they get their lease and they they Mm -hmm. ride it out and they finish their lease and then they get another car so I've seen people do it very well and their payments are low um but for for us and um our experience 
it did not work out. And I think that was mainly due to it being a luxury car as well as um, the decision. So we had to pay the pot. We had to pay had the to cost. Pay. We had to pay the cost because we, we was trying to be well. I was trying to be the boss. Well, I'm, I'm here with you. <laughs> we I'm trying here, to be the boss. I'm here with you. We was yeah. trying to be the boss. I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm entangled. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm entangled in it with you. So yeah, yeah. And and we and hey, we was able to recognize it mm-hmm. that you know once we got in in August of 2019 mm-hmm. is where we first was introduced to trading. Right. So at that point, we started to look at okay, this is something that we need to make some changes so we can free up some resources to pursue this route, right. which was investing. Mm-hmm. And August of 2019, we started evaluating this lease like, yo, we need to start looking at something else. Right. Because this lease ma- payment per month is not the business. And it could be something that we can put into the stock market. Exactly. So, so it took us a few months to really just kind of, you know, get the motivation or make it a priority to do so. Mm-hmm. And we walked into another Toyota dealership in December of 2019 and said, hey, here's the situation that we're in. Mm-hmm. We need a cheaper payment. We need a lower monthly payment mm-hmm. that's going to fit within our budget. Make something work. Right. And you know how car dealerships, they just... They, they make you feel like they're making something work. I mean, it's just, you know, we <laughs> talked to multiple managers and it's just like, right. here's what we need to do. And they couldn't get to our number. Right. Uh, or they didn't want to get to our number. So then I started, you know, reaching into my bag of entitlement. And I'm like, yo, if you can't make it happen, then, you know, we'll, right. f- we'll find a toilet dealership that will make it happen. Right. So, of course, you know, having business in front of you, mm-hmm. they're not wanting to see that business go away. Right. So they made it happen. Yes. And they were able to reduce our car payment by nearly 300 bucks mm-hmm. per month. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yo, thank you. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but, but a big and old it was but. A, yeah. A big old but. Yeah. We had to roll over the excess on the lease of the uh, of the Avalon mm-hmm. onto the new Toyota. Mm. Y'all not hearing that. No. So anytime you turn in the lease early, mm-hmm. you you have to deal with that carryover. Yes. Because they're going to get their money one way or the other. Right. So, and they got it. And they got it. So we lost out big, but we were focused on, I guess, a short term, mm-hmm. having a lower monthly payment. Right. Which helped us out financially. Mm-hmm. But again, it put us on the, um, it, 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 it made, it made, it ballooned up. Yeah. So we went from uh, what a Toyota Camry is a uh, $26,000 vehicle mm-hmm. to now we're at $42,000. Which is astronomical for an entry level LE-based Camry. That's it. So Base model. We need to pause there because here's the thing. Like decisions, strategy, all of that stuff goes into play when we're talking about financial independence. Now, this could have been a devastating situation for us. Absolutely. But it wasn't because we had already figured out what we're going to do and how we were going to tackle paying off or, you know, just coming out from underneath this Camry. 
And that's the next step we need to talk about. Was the strategic game plan that we put in place to get from up under the Camry? Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, it, it started probably somewhere in August of 2020 when we realized that it doesn't look like you're going to be going back to the work office. Mm-hmm. And the Camry has just been sitting out in a garage. Was it August? Yeah, August yeah. 2020. Yeah. Right, right, right. right, right. right. I mean, the car's been sitting. It, it, at that point, it had been sitting since March. Right. I mean, the, the driving, the mileage was very, very minimal. Mm-hmm. Okay, you probably been on been driving that car. Right. Maybe three or four times. Right. Since since March. Since March. So it was like <laughs> we making this monthly payment. Right. We're paying for a vehicle we can't use. Mm-hmm. And or we don't use. And we don't use. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, let's move this off of our books. Books. I mean, mm-hmm. just think about what what an NBA franchise would do or NFL team or just, you know, right. companies. Like, hey, how can they move this asset or liability off the books? Right. And some of them is going to take an L. And mm-hmm. we took an L or we were taking an L. But then we said, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Their money is better than our money. Well, let's back up. Okay. Because we started planning how we were going to do it because we also had in mind that we were trying to reduce our expenses and get into that 70-30. So we talked about, you know, going through, we had three property notes Mm -hmm. and we said, hey, okay, we know we're upside down on this car. On this Camry. And we know we have one of our notes that's not necessarily performing well in terms of the person being on time with payments. It was becoming a headache. It was becoming a headache. <laughs> so, but that particular, <laughs> but that particular note had a lot of equity in it. Right. Um, and it could give us some, some, some money to play with. Exactly. Wouldn't put us in a hole. Right. So what we did is we decided to sell that note, which is another part of the owner financing where you can sell notes. Um, so we sold that note and that took some months to do. Right. It, it took some months to process. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was like slow money was, it was moving, but it just was right. moving very, very slow. And we had to keep just reaching out. Right. So it just became a couple month hassle. Right. Right. It was in motion, but it was slow motion. <laughs> so, but we was thankful that we had that opportunity or mm-hmm. we just had that option to cash out one of the notes. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, we were also looking at, at that point, let me back up to that. At that point, the vehicle was valued at 21000 Yeah. So we owed 42000 We had paid it down to 36, 34. 30, 34. That's when we sold it. That's mm-hmm. when we gave back to Toyota a couple yeah, weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at, at that point back in August, it was still around 36000 mm-hmm. So we had only just paid down 6000 of it. And we had also looked at, okay, so can we do anything with this vehicle mm-hmm. that would fit our model? Mm-hmm. So not Ubering, not lifting. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we came across Turo. Turo. T-U-R-O, mm-hmm. where we can actually rent out our vehicle mm-hmm. for others to use. Right. So similar to what Enterprise and Hertz and Dollar Rental do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought this was going to be it. Right. <laughs> we thought this was going to be it. And for those that are making it work, we tip our hat to you. Yeah. It was not going to work for us. 
because it was something that was not fitting with our model as passive income because of the amount of work that we would have to do. Mm-hmm. First, we couldn't find insurance. Yeah, and that's the main thing, the insurance. The is insurance. what kind of turned us. But the, the whole attraction of Toro is that uh, person-to-customer relationship, mm-hmm. meet and greet, where we would just hand the keys over to the potential uh, customer, and then mm-hmm. they would take the vehicle. But in certain cities, they're able to do so at parking lots at the airport where mm-hmm. they have agreements with the airport where it's it's like a ride share program where you can park a vehicle, your particular vehicle, mm-hmm. in the parking lot, and the parking lot people handle the transaction. That was not the setup we're here in Houston. Right. To meet a customer right. at a site and then meet them there. You know, we sure not have them come here to pick up. Right. You know, they're not coming to the crib to go pick up the keys. So it just seemed like a hassle. It just seemed mm-hmm. like an inconvenience. Because, like, who's going to do that between you and I? But, and I'm not going to do it. And I'm, so, yeah. So. And, and I don't, surely don't want him to do it because you don't know who's out there, you know, taking well, cars and knocking people upside the head. But. <laughs> I, 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 that wasn't my concern. My concern was far as a logistics standpoint. It just didn't fit the model of working, allowing our money to work for us. Right. But, but. The other thing is, is that we found Toro based on our one night in Austin. So all of this stuff, mm, you know, like all of this stuff is coming together because mm-hmm. of the various experiences we've had as we've gone along through our journey. Um, that one night in Austin, we wouldn't have found Toro if it wasn't for somebody mentioning that to us. And she was in Florida, you know, so I, I, they I say they do a big. Idea. Right. They do a right. Big. So I say all that to say is that, again, everything that we've learned and the lessons that we had, we're sharing with you because these are things that we would have wanted to know. Um, And then they're all these are all things that are making us better in our journey as well. So um, so 2020 didn't drive the car from March to August, didn't use it, sold one of our notes, decided to turn the car in. Yes, it didn't quite happen that fast, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> at the end of the story, yes, <laughs> at the end of the day, that's how it worked out, mm-hmm. and we we had to wait on that money, right? and in the process of waiting on that money from the note, we started investigating Toro, we started investigating other fleet sharing apps mm-hmm. that we thought that, okay, this could be a game changer for us because we have a vehicle, it's brand new, it's mm-hmm. low mileage, there's nothing wrong with it. We just need to find insurance to cover those what if moments, right? Those incidental moments, mm-hmm. and we couldn't find insurances that would do that in the state of Texas. You know, people was like, uh, uh, like it was a plague. Like, wait right. a minute, you doing Wouldn't what? Touch it. And I was like, yo, you doing what? We ain't never heard of that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So it just didn't work for us and our model on what our philosophy or what we're trying to do. So that spilled into 2021, mm-hmm. and we just, and of course. When we took it back to Toyota about three weeks ago, yeah, it co- it of course reduced the value. Right. So when we were able to at least get twenty thousand dollars for the trade in value, now we're down to seventeen. Right. And I was like, babe, we we gotta we gotta, we gotta move. We gotta move mm-hmm. because right now we got a 50-50 split. Right. If we keep the car, and we discussed that too, we mm-hmm. discussed keeping the car, but it's like, why would we want to keep a car and pay forty two thousand dollars? When it's only a twenty to six thousand dollar vehicle, right? So I was like, we would have been the fools. Fools, okay. <laughs> Boo boo the fool. Boo boo the fool. 
and like we're not gonna go out like that. Yeah. We're gonna have to take a hit. Yeah. And let's take that hit and let's minimize, let's risk management, let's mm-hmm. minimize the amount of hit we're gonna take and use our skill set mm-hmm. to get that money back. Right. And that's where we concluded where uh we took was it MLK Day? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was MLK Day. Yeah. MLK Day, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I can remember, but yeah, it was MLK Day. Mm-hmm. We felt, hey, liberated. We felt yeah. freedom. Yes. Because normally when you pull out of a car dealership, mm-hmm. you know, people are congratulating you. Hey, you got a new mm-hmm. car and you got this feeling. We pulled out of the dealership like, yo, we just got this burden off our shoulders. Yeah. And, and we got two cars that are paid for sitting in our garage right now and we don't have a car note. And we do not have a car note. Right. So we took a minor setback mm-hmm. or a step back mm-hmm. so we can move a few steps forward. Right. So let's break us down how we did this. And I, and I do, I think too, that, um, you know, it's, it's worthy of noting we had the money to pay for the full 42. We even had the money to pay for the 17 to get out of the car note. Well, we, we without selling the property. Well, let's back up. We didn't have the money. We didn't have a 42K. No, we did not have a 42K. We had the value of the vehicle difference. Well, I guess what I'm saying is we weren't hurting to pay the 42 if we needed to pay the 42. But that doesn't make sense. So what I think you mean is that our investment accounts had, well, we could have withdrawn from our investment, our investment accounts and to pay off the Camry, which or, was, or we could have just stuck with the note and paid it monthly. Right. But that's not the smartest thing to do. Actually, both of them would have been done. Right. So, I mean, cause we wouldn't have taken the money that we're using to work for us. Right. Out to pay something that's doing nothing, nothing for us. us. Exactly. Sitting in the garage. Exactly. Looking cute. So that's, that was my point. I didn't mean to say like we have, you know, this amount of money to take out and go ahead and pay for it. All I'm saying is that, is that the smartest thing to do? No. Like even after you make a bad decision and you decide that you want to flip it on its head and, and change it up to where you get into a better decision, like, you have to, you still have to strategize and figure out what's the best way to make it happen and long-term make it happen long-term. Gotcha. I'm on the same page as you are now. Okay. Perfect. 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 Okay. We could have done that. Mm-hmm. We didn't. Right. Which was great. Mm-hmm. So we looked at the scenario. Yes. A $26,000 vehicle mm-hmm. that we purchased in December of 2019. Mm-hmm. We end up paying, or if we would have fulfilled the term of the lead or mm-hmm. the, of the payment of the purchase, mm-hmm. it would equate it to $42,000 plus. Right. And I was like, yo, dumb. Mm-hmm. So right now we paid it down to 34,000. Mm-hmm. Toyota was going to get Toyota was going to give us 17,000. So it's a split. Mm-hmm. They was going to give us 17,000 and we would have to come up with 17,000 of our own. Right. And Surely we could have liquidated some accounts mm-hmm. to make that happen, but that's not what we that's want to not do. It, what we wanted to do at all. With the skill set that we've learned, mm-hmm. we felt very confident to say, "Okay, we can take out." First of all, I want to put all I want to put all seventeen thousand on a credit card. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. 
But Toyota was like, yo, pump your brakes. Right. We got a $5,000 limit. You can max that that five thousand, but you're still gonna have to bring in a cashier's check for twelve thousand. Right. So and it was gonna be a zero percent credit card for eighteen months, you know, and then trade to be able to yes. pay that off. And, and that's and that yeah. is the plan. So I wanted to put all seventeen thousand on a credit card, mm-hmm. get my travel points, get my awards, my my cash backs, all that. And that sounded like a good deal, but Toyota said, "Nope, we can't do nope. that. Can't do that." So what we did was I got the cashier's check for twelve k. I put five thousand on a credit card. Mm-hmm. I transferred the five thousand dollars that was on the credit card that I used, in addition to the balance that we've had just from our monthly expenses. Mm-hmm. I transferred that over to a. I opened a credit card and transferred it to a zero percent APR right. on balance transfer fees, in addition to zero percent on new purchases. Mm-hmm. So that account is just going to sit there with that balance until we pay it off. Right. And we have a goal to pay it off between February and June. Right. With you trading and I'm trading, it's like we we lent ourselves a loan. Mm-hmm. We took out a loan against our loan or, right. or against ourselves. Right. Where we feel very confident that Toyota got their car. <laughs> we got our freedom. <laughs> but they took a little bit of our money. Mm-hmm. So we're going to use the stock market. To get it back. To get it back. It'd be sweet revenge if I just was able to get it back with Toyota stock, but I don't trade Toyota. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't either. I don't trade Toyota. So, yeah. but it'd be like a, I, I trade winners. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't right for that. We just never looked at Toyota. I don't know if they're a winner. That or not. shout out to Tesla. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's facts. Okay, but no, we're gonna use the stock market to cover the seventeen thousand that we just had to get creative with mm-hmm. trying to match the Toyota um, 2020 Camry. Right. So with that off our, our burden off of our books, we can concentrate solely on making that happen. Right. The credit card would not be used for anything else. It's kind of like an escrow just sitting off unnoticed. Mm-hmm. I'll get the monthly statement every month. Mm-hmm. We would, we set up a, um, uh, an account to where we can trade yeah. and deposit in that account. Yep. And then we'll take the gains that we do every month and meet the payment requirements for the credit card until the credit card is paid off. Right. And having that skill set mm-hmm. made this decision feel like, oh, this is the greatest decision that we made regarding this 2020 Camry. Right. So we're going to make it work. Right. And we're excited to have the ability to do so. And we're looking forward to June. And, and, and for the future. When we buy a new car, if we buy a new car, well, we'll have to buy a new car eventually because cars break down. What are we going to do? Well, we're going to have to get a new car because they're going to be electric pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Tesla, shout out to Tesla. Yeah, they're going to be electric. Yeah. As you can see, but what are we going to do? For Tesla. <laughs> uh, we are going to pay cash. Cash. Pay cash. That is correct. But we're going to pay cash from our stock market investing correct gains correct we are not going to be using our money right no we're going to use other people's money right we're going to use our money to make money yes and then make that take that money and buy a car yes and that'll be your reward for and i say your reward meaning that will be our reward for our diligence our discipline right sticking to the script sticking Mm -hmm. to the plan but no we're not going to be going back in debt uh lord willing as far as uh, making any payments, unless it is an extreme emergency. Right. But if everything is under our control, 
that we feel that uh, we're in in control of our finances, then no, that is not the game we're gonna play any further. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. So your nose is cold. My my nose is cold. Oh my gosh, it yeah. is so cold, y'all. Yeah, my nose is cold. So that means we need to go ahead and bring this show to a wrap. I hope this has been helpful. Uh, hit them with a couple lessons. Let me let me hit you with the lessons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm gonna get bungled up. So real, real number quick. one, be strategic with your budget. If you can find ways to reduce your expenses or reduce your liabilities, go ahead and do that. Figure it out. Be strategic when you do it. Um, have a skill set. Trading and uh, trading in the stock market is a skill set. Do something that you can do that will put your money to work. Um, communicate about big purchases. Um, with us, when we bought the Avalon, like I said, it was just something that I wanted. Um, I was not in a place where I needed to make, where, where I made good decisions. I was in a place of mourning, not that that's an excuse, but it is a factor. So if you're deciding to make decisions, make sure that your emotional well-being is being taken care of when you make that decision and that your spouse is on board with you um, when you I make was. the deci- decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then support. Support each other in your decisions. Can you afford it? What are you going to do um when you make this big purchase, are you going to miss any meals? Are you going to miss any bills? Both of you have to decide what you can do and what you can't do. And if you can't do it, you don't do it. So be on the same page, be on the same page. And if you get into a situation where you've made the decision and it turns out that it's not the best decision, pivot, you can pivot. Still be on the same page. And still be on the same page right. with that pivot. Right. We, we were on the same page to get into the mess. We need to be on the same page to, to get, get out, out of the mess. mess. Absolutely. Correct. No point in the fingers. Correct. Not at all. I hope this helps. Absolutely. Um, we, this this was troublesome for me. Um, you talking about the subject or recording <laughs> the subject in, in the house and, with and no heat? <laughs> all of it. Oh, my goodness. But recording it and just, you know, being transparent with a decision that was made um, that really was kind of triggered with me, but we, we, we needed to share it. So anyway, I appreciate it, baby. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> but that was tough for you. Yes. Yes. All right. It's time to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you are on Instagram, please follow us at I don't do toilets podcast on Instagram. If you, uh, we would love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Also, as you know, we're doing listener letters. If you have any questions or if you have any feedback for us, please send it to us at I don't do toilets at gmail.com. And we will be sure to read your listener letter on the show, on one of our episodes. We appreciate you all. We appreciate you all for rocking with us. And until next time, I don't do toilets podcast. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Your time is valuable and we trust that you heard content you find beneficial. We're passionate about living an abundant life through financial independence, living debt free and enjoying the life we desire. Continue to listen, be encouraged and be empowered. 
And show us some love by rating the podcast on whatever platform you're streaming. Give us a five-star rating, write a great review. And until next time, hey. I don't do toilets. <laughs>